middle of the summer but i love that song it's Great. it's Great the song. beginning of the summer it it's is like your, Did that come in clear did the audio come in clear much better than in the past uh so what That's is the thing about 1973 we innovate we're constantly looking how can we make our product even better and i think we maybe found a solution so we still can't figure out how to make it so that you and i because as we're looking at the screen it, it's working next week maybe else. maybe this is how it'll look today so that's all we can hope but can uh hope. last week we did matchbox 20 with rob thompson obviously uh or is rob thomason the current manager of the phillies what's the significance of this song or is it just a uh, homage to summer homage to summer it's an homage i love a good homage uh yes it's just an homage to summer and at the beginning he says philly it's meek mill philly's own meek Mill. oh yeah yeah so that's who it is. I forgot to tell you, I have a twelve thirty start stop today. So we'll uh, we'll rock yeah, in. That's fine. Stuff. That's fine. And I'm cleaning up the office, getting ready for 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 summer school next week. So I've been off this week, having a little bit of a staycation. I'm going down to Rehoboth Beach tomorrow. Uh, it's it's supposed to be a cool ninety two here. I heard you guys have been hit with the hot weather down in Atlanta recently. Uh, crazy weather in this country. Uh, Wyoming, or no, excuse me, in Montana, up at uh, Yellowstone, they had massive flooding, and it just seems to uh, get a little bit crazier in this country. That's right. Hey, thanks, Al Roker. Yes, we got a nice weather report. <laughs> yes, no, it is. It is a it's sultry. Uh, I think it was like 103 the other day. It's pretty. Awesome. It's pretty. Uh, it's hot as Hades down here. But uh, you know what? We move on. We persevere. We deal with it. I'd rather deal with the heat than the than the freezing cold. Uh, brutal temperature. Well, I don't think that's going to be a problem because there's not ever going to be any more cold. I think that's the major issue. Yeah. Uh, although we had a, bag of, that's a whole nother bag of issues, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. 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 Um, climate change. Um, so what's going on, man? How was your week? You ready to dive in? Was it as good as the Phillies week? The Phillies had a good, good week. And um, I guess what? Two out of three from the Marlins? Uh, two out of three from the Marlins with. Uh, your boy Garrett Stubbs with that. I mean, yeah, I heard about that. I had I to watch that. that at least 30 times yesterday. I watched the radio call. I watched, um, there were, there, there was a podcast that uh, Sean Marks, I think, does that I watched, or not John Marks, Sean, Sean Brace and John Marks. I think that's, but anyway, they split up. One's on 94 and the other did his own thing on a podcast. So I watched that. I watched Tyrone Johnson's reaction, which I recommend. Go to 97.5 and watch their reaction to the Stubbs homer last night. It was fantastic. Yeah. And then, of course, you had to watch Tom McCarthy, who's who's as good as it gets. You're getting these games down in Atlanta, or are you? No, I mean, there's this thing. It's called the World Wide Web. And they... <laughs> I thought you had to pay for the uh, – I thought Major League Baseball was, like, keeping out the, uh, the local broadcast. Because I've tried to get it on my internet before and i can never they always black out the games so i'd be at yeah. work trying to listen to a sixers game or whatever i could never get it 
Yeah, you can't get you got to pay for the package, which I know that's one of your themes in life is pay for the package. <laughs> but you got to um wow. But they exactly. show the highlights like almost instantaneously after they happen. So I was following it on ESPN Gamecast and I'm so pissed off. I have a rant. So this is what I'm upset about. The Phillies have been on national TV uh very very few times so i'm it's usually really, when they're playing the mets is if you haven't noticed it's so freaking annoying and last yesterday i was like oh this is perfect they're going to be on national tv because they're playing the uh you know marlins in a day game and instead it was like the white Sox versus some other crapola team and so it's just very frustrating as a uh you know out of town phillies fan that I would request that MLB get on the hype train with the Phillies who have won what 13 out of their last 15, I think it is. It's something it's, it's, I mean, I haven't, we haven't seen a success story like this Phillies team in about, I guess, since 2009, really. Uh, in a minute. Well, probably 2011 when they had the aces. Yeah. But they that, did go to the world series yeah. just to, but yeah. No, but they didn't. They didn't win the World Series, but that was no, a successful no. team. You would. You yeah. Would have to yeah. 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 Right. The good old uh, days. The good the old days. days. So the Phillies have been doing well. Yeah. I, I also had. Yeah. Go ahead. No, I'm just saying it's fun. Like we we've talked about this, and it's so funny because when we had McKinnon on two weeks ago, we talked about like the end of the Phillies, Joe Girardi, da da da, and you see what can happen. They change up the manager, and your boy Rob Thompson. He has, I mean, the Phillies seem to have found their swagger, which is fun, you know, and you still look at Castellanos is still not hitting. JT Real Muto still not hitting. And JT Reed was Hoskins pulled last had, night. JT yeah. was pulled yesterday for, uh, for uh, what was his name? Stott? Who, JT? Yeah. Who was JT you? pinch hit yesterday. But, I mean, he had the day off. He did have a yeah. day game off. Yeah. I don't know because Stubbs was a pinch hitter last Stubbs. night, right? He didn't. He didn't start. I don't know who was Stubbs is backup though. I don't know who who started. Maybe that. Maybe it was Gary Sands. I don't know, but um, yeah, the Phillies. It's it's ba baseball, exciting baseball. Like at least give us exciting baseball through the summer, and that's that's all we. Well, usually, it's been last. until Eagles training camp starts, right? Third week of July, because then you can get into you know like. Where this show is going to go to starting the end of July is training camp for, and then we can start to do some college football in August as well. Can't wait. Yeah, we're less than 50 days out from training camp, which is really, really exciting times for uh, a team with high hopes like your Philadelphia Eagles. But let's wrap up on the Phillies here. Um, so the Phillies are getting it done. They beat the Marlins and uh, they took two out yeah, of three. I think they've won four of their last series. They now open a five game series with the nationals who are not who are awful. And you know, it's interesting. I was thinking about the, the nationals, where are the nationals like three years removed from a world series title. Correct. So how could the nationals go from being what they were to this team? Or was it just a fluke that they won? But, they had been competitive for years. Talent. That's how they didn't pay. They didn't pay guys, and they kept Juan Soto, which is great. But you know, they lost a lot of guys. They lost uh, the the third baseman who was a stud Who's for them. Doing, but he's doing nothing for the and uh, Rendon has done nothing for yeah. the Angels. Yeah. Um, but the Angels yeah, should I mean, not be as bad as they are. No, and and the Phillies could presumably win four out of five this week. They should. They should. How is it a five game series? That just seems ludicrous. 
I think they have a double header, um, a day night double header, which um, I think it's tomorrow is a day night double header. This so in Washington or in Philly? Washington. So, I mean, one thing I know about Phillies fans is they travel well too. So, I mean, half the fans in that stadium are going to be Phillies fans. I would love, I've never been to Nationals Park. I got to get down there one of these days. Yeah, man. Get yourself down there. It's an easy trip. Nice trip, right? Yeah. You go down yeah. there quite a bit. So, don't you? Yeah. 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 How's the, uh, you're looking good, man. So, tell us about your adventures in the gym. Oh. You were working out some legs today with Zach, you said? Or I, I was over yesterday. Um, and then I was, uh, you know, the office, I've been working on the office a lot, trying to get ready for Monday. So I was, I mean, one thing I've noticed, uh, I've lost 30 pounds. Um, um, and, and so putting in the gym now is I have so much more energy. Uh, like last night, I couldn't get to sleep because I wanted to do so many different things, like rearranging things. Like, I mean, that's crazy because mm -hmm. I've been lethargic for 10 years. That's, <laughs> that's like, so, so I. You've been you resting know, up though for this, man, this moment. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I've got my life uh, ahead of me. And the only thing is sometimes I don't know what to eat. You know, it's like I always want to treat myself, but of course I never do, which is okay because it's, you know, you got to gotta use your brain. Um, highly recommend oatmeal to people. Oatmeal is good filler, man. It's yeah. full of good stuff. A lot of, lot of uh, fiber in that too. Fiber and I put some uh, blueberries and strawberries in there. So it's really good. I got my fruits in that way. And uh, yeah, I mean, look at the difference. I mean, if you watch a couple of our podcasts from even maybe what, five months ago, I looked like I had double chins, triple chins. And uh, now I'm just a boyish uh, uh, representation of myself. I'm like, uh, I'm, 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 I'm handsome now. So, yeah. you know, it's gone, it's going right to my head there. It, it sure has, sure has. And if we can get <laughs> back to the program, uh... <laughs> I wasn't expecting a diatribe on your, but I'm, I'm thrilled, man, that you're getting yourself in shape and you're looking great. And just yeah. want to tell you that, but so these Phillies now are three and a half out of the wild card. I believe they're eight and a half back from the Mets. The problem is, is that the Braves are abs absolutely. Yeah, I was going to, now have the Braves lost or the win streak is still continuing. 14 is what the Braves win streak is. Uh, they did lose Ozzy Albies. He broke his foot. Uh, so that's a big loss. Don't know how long he is out for, but that's a big loss. But they just, you know, they have this rookie, Michael Harris, who's been like playing great ball in the outfield and they have all this young pitching. And it's just, this is what happens when you have a fertile farm system like the Braves. And they I remember the Braves have always had John Scherholtz, always, they always emphasize their farm system, the Braves. Yeah, they have. They've always put a lot of resources and money and time and they have great scouts. Um so if you're hiring, I would hire someone from the Braves organization. I mean, they, they, this is not something that is just a recent thing. This is something that they are known for. So the uh, Braves have won 14 in a row. I believe they're four and a half out from the Mets. And yeah, I mean, the NL East is, is you know, it's exciting. Phil's standing at 32 and 31. And as you alluded to last week, the toughest part of their schedule is behind them. And uh, now they have the easier part of their schedule. Of course, we we all know how that worked out last year for them. So let's not, not remember. I think what do they have like? Why do they have like the uh, the best chance to make the playoffs out of the remaining schedule in yes. Major League Baseball last yeah. year? 
And we I, heard about that for so long, I think from like July onward, and, and we just watched them fold like a cheap tent. So the Phillies are doing well. Uh, not much you news. One on quick question. One quick question. What? How'd you feel about uh, the Garrett Stubbs uh, spike of the bat? He, not, he looked like he didn't know what to do after he hit that home run. You know, not hear about it. So I guess it was a. a you got to go look at it, especially when you're on a major national uh, podcast <laughs> that talks about Philly sports. But yeah. he spiked it down. It was like Gronk when Gronk throws football down. He spiked the bat down instead of a lot of guys flip it, and. Uh, it was such an awesome moment, but he like just clearly did not know, really know what to do. And he started flexing on his way to first base. So that was pretty sweet. I'm sure the uh, Marlins didn't care for that too much, but who cares? We beat the Marlins. Finally, we won a series from them. So that was always the team that always gave the Phillies problems for some reason. The Marlins, has. they always. were, have never performed very well. And they would always give this team trouble every year. It's, it seems like going back to when the Marlins were created, and they played over at the, what was it, the, that that Joe Robbie Stadium, oh. <laughs> where it had the weird outfield configuration and everything. What dreck, yeah. yeah. Um, so what? Uh, how how are you feeling about? So we have the NBA Finals tonight, Game Six. Yeah. Um, I, 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 again, I watched maybe I guess what ten minutes. I, uh, I, I, Boston, that game that they had them at home, they should have won that game. And I'm thinking, although I think they'll probably come out and win tonight, that was the game they could have had game four. And they should have won that game four. And uh, Steph Curry continues to prove he's an amazing basketball player. And he's not a young guy anymore. He's 34 years old. He's not an old guy, but he's single-handedly carrying that team. And I was shocked to find out the guys never won an M NBA Finals MVP award. Really? Steph has not? That's what I heard. That's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, I know Iggy won it one year. Didn't Clay win it one year? I think LeBron won it one year when they lost, didn't? Well, uh, no, and then LeBron. they had Durant they had for a couple of years, you know, when Durant snuck on the him. show there and won his, the two of the most hollow NBA championships in professional basketball yep um but however so Steph's working on his fourth ring I don't yeah. think it's over man I think that the Celtics I think it's going to go seven and I think it's gonna well, I think the Celtics are going to win tonight I do I think do they're going to win I just think that you know it does come into pressure with these game sevens although the Celtics have gone on the road and won they won in Milwaukee and they won in Miami in game seven didn't go to seven I think against Milwaukee but they have won on the road so you know, I wouldn't put it past them to win. It's just, you know, they keep talking about how, uh, I guess, San Francisco is a tough environment. I, I never quite get that. I didn't never knew that the Warriors fan base was so determined. They never struck me as being like this amazing fan base. It's like they reappeared once they started winning. There was always like a Warriors fan base going back to like Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, uh, Mitch Richmond, <laughs> Warriors fan. Yeah, I'm Mitch Richmond, the good old days, right? Chris Gatling, remember him? Chris Gatling, uh, I think Weber even played for that team his first. Oh yeah, with no, Donnie Nelson. Donnie Nelson, you know, made a couple. He one of the most underrated coaches in NBA history, Don Nelson. Don he just Nelson. is, and I guess a lot of it is that he just uh, he only won the one title with Dallas. Remember the old Latrell Sprewell? 
yeah, yeah, Latrell. Spiro. I mean, there's there's a lot of like I think you're right. See, it's so funny because the new generation looks at Golden State and they're like, man, all this team does is win. But you and I remember like they were they were awful, they were awful for so long, and they had some yeah. like really fun players. So I I don't hate Golden State the way a lot of other people do. I really like Steph. Steph did not play well. He played horribly actually uh, in Game Five. Uh, he went over seven, I think, from three point. From three point, yeah, he did not hit any. He was not is, good. And I they, think they, purple they, shoes, man. I think it's the purple shoes that, like, <laughs> he needs to go back to some different shoes. I'm going to say it right is now. Is that is that what it is? So here's that's what I question. think. Yeah. yeah, go ahead. No, that's what I think. You've got to go to back. So they keep saying though that, and I don't like the conversation that he's a better player than Kobe Bryant, difference wise. And I just I can't go there. I've heard that couple times I just I can't go there Kobe Bryant is you know he is probably top five NBA players of all time right. and unfortunately for him he sort of comes behind the Jordan situation where people just don't don't give him the benefit of the doubt because of Jordan even though I think he might be a better player than LeBron James is Kobe Bryant yeah it's interesting um the other day on 97.5 I was listening and they were doing like their top five and all of them had LeBron over Jordan. And I just like, to me, there's no, it's not, it's like, I'm not, I'm not even close to that. Like to me, it's still Jordan number one. And yeah. um, it would also have to depend on the age of the people too, that are doing the program. Right. Because if you grew up in the eighties and, and you saw him play, none of these people ever saw him play college basketball. Even we only saw him that those three years uh, it's not, it's not a dispute. I mean, and he wasn't the greatest college basketball player. Remember, he he really his game rose when he got to the NBA. I mean, uh, that's that's part of the interesting thing when you watch the series the on the Bulls, uh, how Nike signed Jordan to the uh, to the deal. I mean, Jordan was just hey, remember Jordan was drafted after Sam Bowie of all all people, and and Elijah one. And um, so that's because Portland had Clyde the Glide. Right, right. And, you know, now in today's NBA, you could have perfectly had the two of those guys together. You could have played Jordan at 6'6 at the forward position and played Clyde at, in the backcourt, or you could have even had Clyde as your point guard. Do you, I mean, that's to show you the game has changed so much right. that it's positionless that you could have had these two guys together. It would have worked out perfectly for Portland. Yeah, you know, Jordan, too, the thing that people don't remember about Jordan is he came into the league and he was just a he was an incredible athlete, but he turned mm -hmm. himself into and he was he was a great basketball player when he came into the league. But what he turned himself into his what separated him was his mentality, you know, yeah. and what separated him was his desire he, you know, he wasn't the, the he wasn't a bad defensive player, but he wasn't defensive player of the year. He turned himself into that. He wasn't a great jump shooter, but he turned himself into that. You know, right. he, he he learned it took him what did it take him like six, seven years to learn to to, you know, get his teammates a little bit more involved. And, you know, for him to score 70 all the time wasn't working. And so I like it was to me, it was so much like the evolution of Jordan's game and watching him from when he came in out of North Carolina to, um, you know, his tenure as, as the best player in, in the world. And I think yeah. the best player that I've ever seen. Uh, well, so. I don't think it's, and, and, you know, the other thing is I would have a hard time. I still have magic Johnson on that list and I have 
Bird on that list and I have Jabbar on that list. And it and it's hard for me to just say, nah, it's okay. Yeah. I'm it's like, hard. I, it is hard. It is hard. And I'll tell you, because Jabbar, as great as Jabbar was, I'm going to say something very controversial. Oh, okay. he, he was not. I, I mean, his skyhook was basically unstoppable. But but what I remember from Jabbar, he was not like this, like incredible uh, athlete and player like he was a, par, a cog in this team. And we I never saw him. We never got to see him really without magic. You know, you so didn't, you didn't see the 70s. You didn't see the 70s Jabbar. And I mean, no, Jabbar had a very see. old Oscar Robinson. I mean, he was already in his 30s on that team that won. So. And that was when he was Lou Alcindor. Yeah, although he, you know, yeah, yeah, there's a, I saw this really, really great documentary on uh, Jabbar on HBO, and uh, it does talk about that, though, that, you know, he was doing uh, civil rights activism in the 60s, while uh, in LA, even when he was in college sport in basketball, and uh, of course, the one that they tried to get involved in the LA community who wanted nothing to do with it was the, the, the late Hall of, he's not late. What am I saying? The late, the great Hall of Famer, Mr. OJ Simpson, who they could not get him to get involved in stuff because he didn't want to, he had no interest in doing anything that might offend the white community in, in LA. So, right. Yeah. Yeah. So, but anyway, NBA finals, I think we both, so I'm going on record. I think it's Golden State and seven, and you are saying the same I'm thing. I'm going to say the same. I'm going to say the same. And, and, and I'm not a, I'm not a Warriors fan. I, I have to say, I just, yeah. Uh, and, uh, but I think this is the finals people wanted. They certainly didn't want another Phoenix Milwaukee final, even though they were, even though I liked it last year, I thought it was great. They didn't, they didn't want that. Um, and I actually, uh, speaking of this, uh, no, I was going to say something. Um, I've been trying, I've been looking at the trade room. There was a trade that was made today. Uh, Christian Wood is going to the Dallas Mavericks. So they're looking for their big down low uh, to play. I don't know if Christian Wood, I would agree with, is that that player anyways, but he's in the last year of a contract and Houston basically got some filler that they'll probably cut anyways. But Christian Wood was a former sixer in the, uh, uh, I think he had been, yeah, he was down in the G League with the team. I remember him watching him live. And so it's interesting to see how he sort of, uh, you know, signed a couple contracts and has made some money and uh, Dallas thinks they have their center. Um, I had heard, you know, someone was calling up the radio station playing Christian Wood with Joel Embiid. I thought that was a ridiculous rumor. So I'm glad that's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I look at, though, what Dallas gave up. And it, you're right, it's a lot of cap fodder. I think it was Trey Burke. Um, Boban. Boban. Um, Brown and the 26th pick and maybe we're forgetting something else, but it was like a lot of guys on one year or expiring contracts for Christian Wood who puts up, you know, and he, he had flashes when he did play for the Sixers. I remember Christian Wood playing for the Sixers and uh, I've always kind of like kept an eye on him and, and he really thrived in Houston. And then you think, you know, playing with Luca um, potentially playing with Jalen Brunson, like how does that, uh, how how is that going to to impact his game? Uh, you know, we'll see. I think it's a good move for Dallas. I don't love it for Houston, but I understand it for Houston. Houston, obviously, with a number three pick, 
And now they got 26. And I think they have 19 as well in the draft, which is next Thursday. By the way, B-Train, if you're listening to this, we need to have you back on next week to talk draft because we're going to hit that hard next week. And we're going to see if the Sixers are actually going to keep the pick. I believe they can. They have to draft the player. They right. can't trade the pick, but they, they can draft a player with the idea that they would trade the person. So I'm curious to see what they – I mean, at least we're going to have a little excitement this year with that, I think. I, yeah, Miles Bridges, uh, or Mikhail Bridges, rather, sorry. Uh, it just kills me every time that they did that, made that yeah. trip. Yeah. And uh, so that's the rumor is that they're looking to shop, I guess, Danny Green and that pick. Although, I don't know why anyone would take Danny Green's contract. They're going to cut, they're gonna cut him. I mean, so right. they just, cut it's him. all filler. He it's has all to contract cut. filler to make it work. Right. But but if you I read this yesterday, if a team, let's say the OKC Thunder, right, trade for Danny Green and the 23rd pick and they send you something in return. So if they were to do that deal, then my understanding is they cannot cut Danny Green like his salary is guaranteed through the end of the year. If, however, the Sixers do not make a deal before July 1st then they can cut Danny green. He's a free agent. He will, you know, I think it's, it's very unlikely he's going to play this year uh, unless it's very late in the season, given when his injury occurred and the severity of his injury. So mm-hmm. it doesn't make sense to me why a team would take on, unless they were, they had to meet maybe that minimum floor. For the yeah. You, yeah. you got a phone call over there. What's going on? You no, I'm just, pull, I'm just picking something, you know, I'm just, don't worry about it. Oh, okay. Are you gonna? No, I was like, take it. I got a new table in here. I was just oh, okay. I didn't know what yeah. you were I'm like, yeah, whatever. So, anyway, that's the story with uh, Danny Green. I, I don't want to trade that pick because to me, I just think that the Sixers need some young athletic talent, like just like Maxi infused that team. And that's what I think. I, I think Doc is not a great coach for young players, though. Uh, I also read that they are shopping. Matisse, they are shopping Shake, they are shopping Furcon, they are shopping Danny Green and the 23rd pick. So they they want to, it looks like- But that's also, a lot of, I hate to say a lot of crap though. What right, are you going to get? Right. Yeah, I mean, it's wh- like you're shopping at the flea market, you know? And so, yeah. and Matisse, they're not going to pick up, I mean, I can't imagine they're going to pick, they're not going to pick up his contract for, um, you know, they're not going to extend him to like, I mean, I don't know what they would extend him to. They couldn't extend him. Not a twenty million dollar a year player, certainly no, not. not at all. And they yeah. shouldn't extend him to that. And it's interesting. I think what's going on with Harden. I mean, did you think that Harden would have? You would have at least heard by now that he was. Well, up does in? he does he have till? Is it June thirtieth or July first? I think July first. Yeah. So, I mean, that <laughs> this is going to be a great crazy year with free agency i mean not as exciting i remember i was i was in uh canton the day that like uh durant decided to go out to the warriors i was shocked about that i can't i can't imagine it ever being as shocking as that or the lebron move to the heat but i would like to see what we do i'm afraid that because we're restrained financially i don't think there's much they can do and the question is uh if if you're not able to do much do you just bring back Tobias Harris because next year he's got after next year he he's only got one more year left on his contract so it'll be easier to trade him next year versus this year right um so there's all these questions and of course then you're are you wasting a year of Embiid's career um 
and is Harden. So we're our whole thing is we want Maxi to get better. We want Harden to become something of himself. Can you expect Tobias to get better? And can Embiid keep up the pace that he was? And is that still close enough to challenge the Celtics for the East? And that's you know, that's a big question. Well, the answer to that is no. I'm going to answer it because the yeah. problem is, is as you look at these teams that are presently constructed, like I've been watching this series more than I have watched um, most NBA finals. Oh, that's not true. I mean, I usually do get into the NBA finals, but I have watched a, a good bit of the series. And both of these teams, what they both have, like the, the level of play has been pretty, pretty, pretty good. Um, but it's so far above what the Sixers are capable of playing at. And they're so much more, both teams, like they have this great combination of, you know, obviously you have Steph and Tatum, two of the best players in the game, but look at the way that Brown has elevated his game. Look at like Robert Williams on, on the Celtics. Like they have these guys, they have athletes, man, like Jalen Brown, like athletes on this team and then you know golden state obviously jordan Poole, um who's had a kind of an up and down series but you know golden state is so so loaded um and they have and, we, and we're not yeah and and we don't have athletes you know we have guys like furcon who like i'm not really sure what furcon is you know we have uh guys like harden who was once good but I, I don't, he was even his best day. I wouldn't consider him a great athlete, but even now he's declining. So what is he? So he's going to soon be a max player for you. Like, it's just the Sixers are in a terrible position right now. And um, because I think you're locked in to Harden at least for a year and potentially could be more. And maybe that's part of the delay. Maybe they're working on a long-term deal for Harden. And that definitely does not make me feel good at all. I, I you, won't, you won't be getting your season tickets. I remember you were in the midst <laughs> last year of having a, a, they still have a chat with money. what's her name? Yeah, I forget awesome. what her name was. What? What's that? Oh, the person I was having a conversation with? She yeah, left. You, had, you were on a first name basis with her. She, I, I forget her name too. But uh, yeah, she left and she was a she was a Delaware girl actually. Funny Oh, enough. okay. Yeah, uh, but she left and they have my money. So I'm not sure how I go about like getting it. Like, I think you're eligible for some tickets, right? Yeah, they have my deposit, so I, I, I got to figure out how that works. I can't get it back, but I can get some tickets. Problem is, is you know this team. I just don't think this team's going anywhere. And even if you trade Tobias, it does. It's not going to provide you the salary cap relief that you expect it to to provide you with. So you know, you bring up a scenario. I mean, do you ride it? Do you ride it out with Tobias and then try to deal him next well, you, year? Like, you as you, you said, would ride it out another year. You would right, ride it year. out for two more years. Right, one year. Or is Tobias more valuable at the trade deadline since he's got a year and a half left as opposed to, you know, these things are all debatable, but the big thing is going to be what is going to happen with James Harden? Because if you lock him in for, you know, another three years and please, dear God, don't let it be four years or anything longer than, than that, um, anything longer than one year. Um, you know, you're really tying your hands together. And, you know, Joel Embiid is not getting any younger um, and he's still in his prime, but by the time that Harden contract expires, Joel Embiid will no longer be in his prime. He'll be about 32. He'll be, he'll right. be, you know, he'll probably be a shell of himself by then. Guy so, keeps falling too much. He keeps but, falling too much. Well, so I, did I tell you why I heard, I read because apparently his, 
trainer or somebody, one of the doctors said it's better for him if he falls, I guess, than if he lands, because there's a greater likelihood, I guess, of the impact and the stress that that puts on his body. Uh When he lands, when he plants, that there's a greater uh, uh, likelihood that he's going to injure his legs. And I guess- Versus his back, which is when he falls, he he can- He's broken his back already and he's he's had foot problems, you know, foot yeah. issues, leg issues before, knee issues. So, you know, this is kind of where we are, man. I, 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 it's, not, I, it's not that much fun. I got to be honest. It, it, and I was, remember, I was a proponent of the trade. I was all in. I was really, really excited. Um, you know, the spring wasn't the greatest time for me. So I, I really look forward to it. And, you know, now I'm a little bit uh, blue about it. But what Wait, are you going to do? Where was I on the trade? Do you remember? <laughs> You hate to admit it, Um, but listen, the thing is, the other thing is, I think with this 23rd pick to me, this is why I think it's important to keep this pick, right? I mean, you got Maxi at 21, you got Matisse in the mid twenties. You know, you've gotten some pieces. You got B-ball. You had Shamit. You had Shamit, who wasn't a bad caller. Great point. Yeah. Yeah. Landry Shamit. Right. And you've gotten some pieces, you know, later on, uh in the first and in the second rounds so use this pick like infuse your team with some youth let's see what isaiah joe can do this year you know maybe he can't do anything but let's let's yeah. give the guy some run let's give b-ball paul let's see what bassy can do like you have some young guys like let's see what the heck they can do and i i just hate the thought of trading away a 23 year old, or 23 uh, no the 23rd pick for someone who's like this, this established player, because again, like, I feel like, like this team is not going to win a championship right now. No. And it's interesting. You mentioned Bassie and Reed. I don't really know if they need a veteran backup center. I think maybe they've got, maybe they should go with these two guys as their backup centers. And then Why they not? can play, they can play Paul Reed at a little bit of forward too. Cause I think that's probably his natural position as more of a power forward anyway. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. Uh, the other thing I thought was interesting was, did you see that uh, Sam Cassell was interviewing for the yeah, Jazz? Yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a great hire at the Jazz hire. I wish they would hire Doc <laughs> and leave us Sam Cassell. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we might be losing our top assistant. Um, but yeah. enough of the, enough of the unfun stuff. Enough yeah. of the. Un- I know, man. Uh, man, we did take a turn to negative town. Yeah, yeah. Let's, so you're pumped about the Eagles? Yeah. Well, let's. Uh, one quick note I want to follow up on yesterday or from last week's episode. You know, you had mentioned World Cup coming to Philly. Oh. I had heard today that the announcement's going to be today, but I had heard on the radio that uh, Philly and Atlanta both are in fantastic position to host games. And furthermore, I did hear a rumor, and I don't know that this this hasn't been confirmed, that Philly is going to host in the link the semifinal matchup. Like what? Oh, a, wow. how Not cool New York or New York? On July, on July 4th, nonetheless. Wow. How so cool. that's, that's a little I, – I thought they would give it to New York. I thought they would give it, put it up at the Meadowlands in L.A. I guess they'll just do the final probably in L.A. They yeah. do that at the Rose Bowl usually. Right. Right. So, so that's pretty cool. Um, I think that's, that's very cool. That's, that's awesome. I mean, in the hit, in the, in the spirit of live aid 1985, which was at, uh, at uh, JFK stadium, I think that's pretty damn cool. 
That is, man. That's great stuff. So um, excellent. So there's that point. Yes, I'm excited about the Eagles. As I mentioned, less than 50, gate, 50 days till training camp. I think there's 88 days till the season kicks off. And then I believe there is 80 days until dog season. Uh, UGA defends their national championship. So it's a very exciting time. Football is in the air. Uh, Eagles, again, not much has changed since last week. Jalen Hurts, uh, they completed um, their uh, voluntary mini camps. And then the next camp they will have will be in July from what I understand. So Jalen Hurts looks like, if you've seen some pictures, this is interesting. If you've seen Jalen Hurts, he does look like he's put on some muscle in the offseason from this year to last year. So it looked like he was everything that you heard was that he was throwing a much better deep ball, uh, more accurate. But, you know, we'll see what happens when the pads come on. We don't want to get over our skis too much, but uh, it's I think it's been as promising an offseason for the birds as you could hope for at this point. Yeah, so the uh, the Eagles, I'm looking forward to. This is a weird question for you. Have you been watching any of the USFL? Do you find yourself watching any of these games? That's a good question. You know, I did watch. I haven't watched a full game. I watched. I, I haven't either, but it's weird. Like, I'll be clicking for something on the TV late at night, and I'll be watching, like, a rerun of, of uh, like, the New Orleans Breakers. Yeah. Or the Philadelphia Stars or, you know, obviously these aren't the original teams and they're not playing in the cities they're playing down in Birmingham. But, uh, you know, I'm enjoying some of it. It is. It's a trip down nostalgia lane. And I, I do yeah. love that. I found myself getting caught up in the nostalgia of the USFL. I don't think the league is going to unfortunately make it. The crowds don't look very good. And I also there are, there are no people there. Yeah, and I hate the fact that they are playing in Birmingham. Why are they doing that? Why Why don't they well, play? Well, so the, the owner of the USFL used to own the Spring League, which mm -hmm. was the same concept. He really just changed the name to the USFL with the same idea that you do it in one city and then eventually spread it out back to those cities. So, uh, you know, I, I'm a USFL geek, the original so I watch I, or I'll study like attendance figures for the USFL and like I know what the problems were and 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 and, you know, like some of the old teams like the Jacksonville Bulls and the Orlando Renegades. Yeah, man. And, uh, I mean, you know, a little Tampa too much. Bay Bandits, right. Tampa Bay Bandits, but they're back. I mean, the Chicago Blitz is not back. The Arizona Wranglers are not back. The Oklahoma Outlaws are not back. The Pittsburgh San Ballers not back. The what? The Pittsburgh Maulers. No, they're back. The Pittsburgh Maulers are? What a great that's name. The one Maul. of the, yeah, one of the teams that's actually back. Um, but what about uh, the Denver Gold? Denver Gold, not back. Denver yeah. Gold is not back. I found out the Denver Gold, the original team was coached by uh, Craig Morton, former quarterback for the Broncos and the Cowboys. Like, I, I know this useless information. It's right. I, I'm very proud of myself, actually. Now, are the LA Express back? I mean, or not. Los Angeles, who, who, it, or was it the Invaders? No, well, no, it was Oakland, Oakland Invaders, Invaders, Oakland Invaders, Los LA. Angeles Express, yeah. led by one Steve Young. Steve Young, that's right, man. Um, no, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I, and it's kind of, you know, The Rock is starting the XFL. He's kicking that up again. They should merge it. You know, that's what I would. That's what like, I said. Yeah. yeah, merge the two together. I mean, from what I understand, he tried to initially merge 
the yes. XFL with the CFL, which is crazy because they're different rules. But that mm-hmm. was one of the original ideas. So interesting, interesting. I think spring football's got a place. I really do think it has a place. Like I, I find uh, sometimes the spring rather boring when the college basketball ends. And we've got, obviously, we got the NHL finals. I, I, I haven't really watched any of that. Um, I was, my interest was peaked a little bit watching. I think I watched game six, Lightning Rangers. I watched a little bit of that when I was up in New York last week. But I haven't right. really gotten into it too much. Uh, I know you're more of a hockey guy than I am. Although, part of this show, next year, I'm going to try and make a commitment to watching as much ice hockey as I can, which is probably two games versus no games. Uh, it's a great series if you want to watch hockey. I do want to just relay. I just saw something come across about Harden. We were talking about Harden, uh, and then maybe we can hit on ice hockey real quick before we bounce. Um, so it said that he is likely to. That I guess they he will sign a short term extension with the Sixers. But here I'm I'm kind of looking at this article. So uh, Sixers ownership has been resistant to the idea of giving Harden a full four year maximum contract extension beyond his 22, 23 option sources told, uh, bleacher report or the five-year deal that Harden would be eligible for if he chooses to opt in for the 47. So instead they're saying signing maybe a two-year extension after his option season, to create a new three-year framework would also provide Harden with greater opportunity for his own career. So they're all- I could live with that. I could actually live with that deal. Yeah, you could live with that. Okay. But they said in any scenario, Harden's expected to pick up his player option. So that's the the 47 million for this year. Um, But the the Sixers' further financial commitment to him remains to be seen once negotiating period begins. So So that would take him up to, I guess, 36. And you don't want him past 36. I don't want him past 33, but that's just me. And I think he realizes that no one else is going to give him a contract at this point. So yeah. that's now nah, the only, I mean, the only team I could see giving him a contract if they actually had the money would be the Lakers because LeBron would push for something right. like that. Right. He'd push and, for, and he could play yeah. with someone like LeBron. Like, I think that would be a good fit for him. <laughs> but I don't know. Well, you don't uh, think so? I just because I think LeBron is so versatile. You know, you can't move. Joel Embiid cannot bring the ball up the court and get your offense started. LeBron, for LeBron all his success with the Lakers, has sort of single-handedly destroyed that organization for the future. Right, but, but I'm saying from a basketball fit, he can bring the ball up the court, and Harden could play off of him if needed be, or Harden, he can play, you know, the wing or he can play. Like, I just think his versatility, even at 37, is he going to be 38 this year? LeBron? He's going to be 38. Yeah. Unbelievable. He's, he's, he's going to play. He's, he's trying to play with Bronny. That's, that's yeah. the key. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let's, let's do some hockey real quick. And, and I just, and I, cause I know you said 1230. So you yeah. wanted to- uh, thank you for being cognizant of my time. Yeah. Uh, so yes, the, I, this, this Stanley cup matchup is to me, it's a great matchup. Uh, you have Tampa Bay who's won two straight Stanley cups and then Colorado who absolutely like tore through the playoffs and was, uh, I think they were the best team in the West this year. So it's been a fun series. I don't know if you saw the first game. I watched a good bit of it. Uh, but again, I watched these, this for two reasons. One, because of the magnitude of these games and the importance. And the second thing is just as a measuring stick to see where, you know, your, your team that you cheer on is 
versus these totally. two. And, and it's sad to think about where the flyers are versus the things that, and I watched a lot of the Tampa Bay, uh, New York Rangers series as well. And just the Rangers are a great example of a team who was shitty and was able to turn it around quickly and with smart drafting, with good coaching, with good player development and uh, getting a good system in. And that's what they've been able to do. And the Sean Drury is their GM, I think. Yeah, I think you're right. Former Trumbull, Connecticut baseball. Great. How about it, man? Little League but, World Series. That's right. That's right. Good yeah. call, man. I but, mean, uh, yeah, the, I saw his name. I was like, crazy. But, you know, yeah. Colorado won the last game, uh, won yesterday's uh, game one, four, three in overtime. And it was interesting because they went up three, one, uh, and then Tampa Bay came back and tied it at three, three. And then in overtime, Colorado won. So anyway, fun Stanley Cup final series. If you want to watch some ice hockey, I, I highly recommend it. Uh, it will fall in between the NBA series. They never go up against each other. And uh, yeah, and then the Flyers look like they're going to sign uh, your boy, John Tortorella, Torts, as oh. we affectionately call him, and uh, who formerly coached the Capitals and he coached the Rangers as Rangers. well. Rangers, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So interesting. He's definitely a hard ass. He's definitely an old school guy. He's uh, 57. Is that going to go over well with the players, though, considering they, they didn't do anything with the previous coach? I mean, yeah, you know, uh, it depends on how you look at it. Like, this team sucked last year, right? And and yeah. the year before that. And so what have – what right have the players earned to dictate who their coach is? I mean, yeah. have they? Yeah. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. I know uh, what you mean. What you got going on this weekend, buddy? Uh, I oh, – Are we done? I, hockey? Going... I ended that very abruptly. Sorry. No, no, no. I was going to ask you something. And so I'm always into like reboots and everything. And, yeah. you know, it seems like there's no original ideas for movies or TV shows. If I, if you had to have a reboot to watch, what would it be? Would it be like a new chip series or uh, uh, something like that? I mean, something from your childhood that you want to see. You're saying anything, any reboot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, could be a reality television show. I remember growing up in the 90s, we had The Real World, which has been rebooted over and over again I mean, what if you could reboot something it could be a movie could be tv could be a new beverly hills cop with uh uh like kevin hart or something i mean what would it be valerie's place the hogan family with hogan i didn't even know the name of this stupid show no, well they killed her off because she wanted a contract like an ex like and they put Sandy like, Duncan in, remember? Yeah, Sandy Duncan, one-eyed Sandy Duncan, you know? Well, that's so, rough, man. Yeah, that's really I, rough. I would do a TV show over a movie because a movie is two hours, a TV show can be years. So in my mind, immediately goes to, uh, yeah, Harper Family, which I love that show. Silver Spoons? Family Ties. Family I mean, Ties would be good. Silver I'm surprised Spoon. they haven't made fi- Family Ties the movie with like an yeah. Alex like the family although i guess it's yeah yeah and i kind of feel like you would go with like something like battlestar galactica or buck rogers in the 21st century i would love to see them do a remake of buck rogers that that would be what i want to see what about like the six million dollar man i never really watched that well i mean i think i was like three at the time it was on but i'm surprised they've never made that into a movie 
I like because you were three, you you schmuck. And like, you and you no, were three. I'm, I'm I think four it was like weeks older than you, and somehow you were three. Seventy five or seventy six. I think that was when it was on. There were some great shows in the seventies. I watch now, like when we were young, like Emergency, which was how we got into the fire engine stage. Of it was Emergency fifty one, wasn't it? Right. So I watched that. It's like on uh, Me TV. So yeah. I'll watch all these old programs, and uh, yeah, I think sort of living in the past a little bit, but. Um, the Love I Boat. I actually uh, taped The Love Boat. You tape it? <laughs> yeah, Summer and I love watching The Love Boat because it, it's like they have the, the funniest, best cameo, funny. like yes. guest appearances. Oh. Do you, Willie think, Joe Namath? You kidding me? Was he on? I think yeah. like Jimmy Walker is on like the most of any guest, or like Marsha Brady. Yeah, yeah. Jimmy Walker's been on. Um, I feel like OJ Simpson was on. Uh, Ted McGinley, the great Ted McGinley. He was he was the he was the photographer. Hey, you have a you have a Jimmy Walker story. I remember uh, from your UGA days. I remember. Yeah. yeah. Can you just share it before we we head out? Because I know everyone's going to want to hear. So what what's your answer for your reboot, though? That's a that was a great uh, question. I told you, Buck Rogers. I would oh, so Buck it is Buck Rogers. Rogers. Yeah, Can I tell you another story? I was on a Zoom call the other day, and someone on the call was like they had to answer this question. Like, who is your celebrity crush? You know who he mentioned? He mentioned Aaron Gray. She's and, gorgeous. She, right. Or and she was. No one knew who Aaron Gray was. And he was like, oh, she was on the show, Buck Rogers. Da, da, da. Yeah. And I almost yelled out. She was also on Silver Spoons. Right. I mean, was she oh, gorgeous? Through, really? What? No, she was on both. Oh, dude, I hate to tell you, really staunch Republican, though. Is she? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, she's gorgeous though. Till this day, she's gorgeous. Yeah, I had a crush Aaron on her Gray too. over like Linda Carter. Come on, man. I think I would take both of them because they both had that seventies dynamic woman going. You know, right. Linda Carter's like a lounge singer now. She like does singing. She's, oh, she's gorgeous, man. Um, so, all right. So that's my answer. Um, wait, well, what did you just ask me? Oh, about my funny story with Jimmy Walker. So Jimmy Walker yeah, just, one time. Yeah. Uh, my fraternity pulled money together and we hired Jimmy Walker to play, uh, to do stand up comedy. And he was like, he was okay. He made like so many, he, he totally hit the low hanging fruit. So this was in the late nineties or no, this is like mid nineties. So I think he was making lots of OJ jokes and Michael yeah. Jackson jokes and low hanging fruit stuff. He was all right. Uh, he wasn't as great as he was, but he would not say dynamite. That was the thing. Like I, I for whatever reason, he would not say and it. it. And it drives me crazy. Cause I think of that story and he does this insurance commercial every day on television Yeah, and, and he freaking does dynamite every second. Yep. So it's like, I guess he, he wouldn't do it unless you gave him another thousand dollars or something. Yeah. I, it's so ridiculous. It is so ridiculous. You know what I'm going to do today? I'm going to play, uh, They've top golf where you are. It's like a, do you know what that is? It's like a driving range where you're, it's kind of are weird. Do you play, play golf? No, I've never played golf in my life. So I, I this is your first time hitting a golf ball. No, I mean, I'm sure I've hit golf balls. I'm just, I don't hit, I don't play golf at all. I've, I have never really like been to a driving range that I remember. I mean, I've been there. I probably hit eight golf balls in my entire life. Maybe. Or swung eight, eight times. I, I don't even know if I. I've never times. even swung it eight times. It's, so I'm it's, looking forward to that. That'll be fun. It's like a it's like an offsite kind of uh, event for some uh, one of my clients that I'm doing. So that'll be fun to get 
but it's like i think it's like a uh, chuck e cheese like uh-huh. a or a showbiz pizza with with like all these like games inside and then it's you taking the kids with you or what no kids are at camp man my son lost his tooth so that's pretty exciting that's, that's a shout out right there that's my shout out right there that's right so listen next week uh b train if you're listening which you better be listening uh we want you on the show and uh you know it's funny i got one other shout out so mike curry i was on instagram and mike curry posted a picture and he, it said like two old hippies or something like that and i saw this picture and i was like oh my gosh i think i know that and i was like is that joe walls and it it was joe walls do you remember joe walls yeah does he still have long hair and everything i couldn't tell i couldn't tell so i remember and, joe very well those are my uh, shout outs what about yours gotta, i, I want to get curry back on the show curry uh I had some racehorse and questions for him and I was, uh, you know, cause see, that's his business. He's a racehorse and guy. Yeah. Let's get him on, man. What about your, any shout outs for you? Uh, hey, uh, no, nah, I don't have any. I did want to give you a compliment. I had a, uh, I had a meeting scheduled at 1130 at corporate, like they do these videos. I had no desire to do it. I'd rather do this show today. Dude. I'm going to watch it on recording. I'll watch the recording. So Good boring you. anyways. You don't so need that boring. shit. So uh, I hope they're not, I hope they're not listening. Really I doubt they're... That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I, I want to get... Sorry, go ahead. No, I do shout out to uh, just my family. That's my family. Oh, this weekend, I'm going to do a shout out to all you fathers out there for That's Father's right. Day. I am not one, but I respect you. And I respect every father out there. Uh, I know a lot of fathers had graduations recently for their kids. Very emotional. I've seen all the pictures on Facebook. So uh, just remember, uh, you, you, you wouldn't have a child without a father. That's right. And I'm, I'm going to give a similar shout out to all the dads out there who are doing uh, dad things and uh, definitely contributing to uh, raising strong positive uh children who we hope will change the world or just be good citizens and good samaritans and you know and a shout out to the moms too but this weekend is about the dads so enjoy it enjoy Enjoy it it, peeps we'll see you on the flip side next week nba draft preview have a good one left Damn